This is the Infinite Podcast with me, Ulf Tønderflitti. And me, Einstein Rabbe. Together we go boldly into the unknown to explore viruses and diseases and... Uh, and planets and galaxies. Simulations and uh, universal basic income. Yes. With our wonderful guest, uh, KP. Universal base, basic universal income. What is that? Yeah, what is that? That's sort of like uh, uh, everyone gets some yeah, without uh, no strings attached. What about guilt and shame and stuff for not doing yeah, what things? What about that? What about that? Mm. You gotta listen to the episode to to yes. get in into that nugget. Okay, let's 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 listen. <laughs> Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of this uh, current current time episode two special edition something something. Um, yeah, how are you, Ulf? I'm great, man. I'm, I like your uh, I like your pink headphones. Looks yes, very very nice. Took him, yes. took him from my daughter. You cannot oh. listen to music right now. She's asleep. You sold them. Sold them. Uh, sold the kids. Not, she doesn't use them. This no, I sold the kids. The ki- I sold the kids. I sold them. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So more space, more time, more freedom. More time to wake up. It's mm. Did not sell the game. Seriously, okay. relax. So we have a topic for this uh, episode. Yes, it's impossible. I forget it. What, um, I have to write it down. Yes. Basic income. Yeah, income. and I think it's, it's so relevant right now, this question, because what's going to happen after this uh, big apocalypse thing we're doing? Uh, no, but it, it's post-apocalypse. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it's, it raises a lot of questions. What's going to happen after this? I think, and this—that's why I am interested in this topic. Uh, which is, you, did you have a name for it? The thing, universal yeah. basic income. Yeah. U, UBI. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, so. UBI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, you can take over from here, Ulf. <laughs> I can, and I will. Because, oh, yeah. Did you know that we have a Patreon page where you can support the Wake Up Show? It's uh, stuck on this side. That's www. Do you need to put that in anymore? Or is Do you know we have a text kind of thing for this? Yeah, I know, but um, you know I'm an old school type of guy. I've lived for trillions and gazillions of years, so I want to... Loving the paper. Patreon.com slash the wake up show where you can go in and support the show. Your support really makes a difference and uh, obviously helps us survive through these uh, tumultuous times of, of death and viruses and uh, uh, um, pop music, which I do like. Um, also, oh, nice. You're such a high-tech kid, man. Um, yeah, so support the show and, 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 you know, follow us and sh- share if you like what uh, what we're doing right up in here. What we're doing is waking everyone up, of course. It's a simple task uh, among two age-old friends. And, uh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. The computer hang-ups, so I can, can't shift. Can't. I'm sitting on a very... Good friend, but it's not very s- quick. 
oh look at that it's even scrolling yeah. now yeah you're really putting on the mm. bells and whistles okay mm. uh if i uh, uh like somewhere in here we've hidden this wonderful guy i could hear him make a sound there's i think there's someone here Knut Peter, how do you say your name in English? That's what I've been wondering for a long time. It's, 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 oh, yeah. Actually, uh, yes, welcome. Actually, when I travel abroad, I usually just introduce myself as Ryan because Ryan is my last name. Yes. But a lot of people, they want to try to pronounce my name. and. They're not used to like the Norwegian way of doing it, where you can have like two first names. Because my name is Knut Petter. Um, yes, you have two. They try to say just oh, man. So they they try to just say the first part, which is K N U T. And most people say nut or Newt or something like that. <laughs> nut. So uh, nut. Can you please come forward? That's like, uh, <laughs> I've been traveling a lot lately, so uh, everybody in passport controls and stuff like that, they will say, not can you please come forward, or not can you, some slide can here, it, whatever. Can you not come forward? <laughs> Mr. Nut. <clears throat> uh, but uh, I have a friend from Canada, and she said it best, best. she just said cunt. It's a cunt with a K. The letters got a little bit mixed up, but uh, I'm sorry that we're already over uh, on uh, the uh, genitalia part of the show. R rating in this. Oh, yeah, but it's uh, after. I, it's I, after a bit, it's okay. We're fine, I think. Yeah, we're fine. So, uh, so good to have you on board. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Um, thanks. It's a dream come true to be here. It's uh, it's really fun. I love what you've been doing, and it's, uh, it's very I, interesting. I really that, admire that you're gonna say dream because this night I had a dream where I was in America, and the people in the dream had trouble saying my name. Ooh, Ooh. I'm sorry, I just interrupted you just for no apparent reason. The, the no, I think was I, that there was an earthquake in the dream. It was the best earthquake ever. And the people in the dream were really afraid while I was secretly enjoying myself because I always wanted to experience an earthquake. Is that wrong? Uh, no. Uh, I've actually <laughs> experienced earthquake? the earthquakes a couple of times in the Philippines when I lived there. And uh, both times, for me, it was like uh, a, a smallish roller coaster ride. Do you recommend uh, I mean, it? If it would have been worse, I'm sure I would have been scared, but right there and then it was like, um, have you ever been on like a cruise ship or Danske Farga, which we call it? Yes, I've been on the boat. That There's like, the market, yes, yes. they have this shaking in the tax free when you go shopping there. If there's mm. a rough sea and all the bottles are making sound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, and, that's, and you kind of feel the little waving thing. Uh, so for me, the earthquakes were like um, really exciting. Mm. But it's it's kind of, you shouldn't joke about it because for, for a lot of people, it's a serious issue. But at the same time, uh, tsunamis are a serious issue and we can still get excited about thunderstorms, right? 
Mm. Yes. How about yeah. like virus outbreaks? Are they a serious issue? In Norway, yes, of course, very. Um, we have, uh, I think at the moment we have a uh, hundred times more uh, people with uh, infections than in the Philippines, even though they got uh, hit very early. Mm. Uh, they're a develop developing country and uh, I don't know how they've done it, but for some reason the, the virus hasn't spread that much. Uh, the whole country is in lockdown right now. It's uh, they have curfew, so you can't go outside. Uh, you can't buy alcohol. Uh, they have like special instructions how to ride an elevator, how to stay away from people, like little little things that they do. Like if you're, I was there before, right before the lockdown, and if you were gonna go to like a restaurant or into a hotel they would either have like uh, thermal scanners that would determine if you had uh, fever or not or they would put like a not a gun but like a, a laser laser thermometer towards your head and check and they would say like yeah you're uh, you're at 36.5 now you can go inside Mm. Um, nice. So they, and of course, everybody wears wears masks everywhere, and everything is like squeaky clean. It's super crazy. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a interesting um, situation because uh, Manila uh, is the city in the world with with the highest uh, density of people, uh, highest population density yeah. yeah so if and also there's a lot of poor people there there's lots of bad hygiene uh, now they've improved that really quickly with like um, uh, sanitation stations and more like um, I was hoping uh, hand, hand, hand cleaning stuff <laughs> uh, but anyways, it's 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 just uh, it's a strange story that I follow every day, and I talk to my people over there, and it's uh, it's it's scary, but it's it's also uplifting to see somebody crush the Norwegian health system so mm. immensely. Mm. Um, but so yeah. It's, There's uh, one thing that I realize now. I, I, uh, uh, I'm just going to call it KP uh, because yep, uh, that sounds that's fine. super cool. And uh, uh, we've known each other for ages, but I guess the rest of us, for instance, the guy in the middle here uh, and our viewers, mm -hmm. listeners, they don't know who KP is. Uh, could you please fill us in? I think of you as my uh, uh, auteur director friend. Uh, you want to elaborate on that? Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's correct anymore. I would say that sure. I'm like a true, true novice, which means that I'm I'm a true um, like a welfare client, an unemployment, uh, an employment hoarder, unemployable. That's the word I'm going to use. I'm 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 definitely unemployable. Unemployable. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, in in the eyes of many, I'm a guy that 
is uh, just taking away unemployment money from their paycheck because they think they have to pay more taxes. Is this what my taxes because... are going? This is going to you now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, damn it, yeah, I knew yeah. it. You know, actually, uh, I'm also a novice. So... Right? I'm also unemployed. Well, well there's going to be a lot of us. It's going to be yeah. a popular. I just wanted to be like yeah, on the forefront and do it, uh, <laughs> make it popular. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pioneer. <laughs> was a well-fired so, uh, client before it was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, I also have another project, and that's uh, I'm trying to become a YouTuber. And that basically means that I'm trying to be 14 again because most <laughs> YouTubers are 14. And, uh, and I'm going to compete in. Push it towards 21, but yes. Yeah, yeah. You're up maybe. Like uh, but I'll be competing against the largest uh, and most competitive uh, filmmaking uh, area. Uh, I don't even know how to say it, but yeah, I'm. I'm I'm trying that out, and so I've just started like a travel channel. It's going to be a little bit different travel channel, but uh, but yeah, it's definitely a travel channel. Uh, hmm. So that's me. Nice, that's you. So, what do you think about the topic of this uh, episode? What's oh, your... it's awesome. It's really yeah. good. Okay. I'm just curious. I'm, your... I'm going to do one yeah. thing. I'm going to do one thing. It's, uh, this isn't uh, what was planned, but I'll do it anyways. Mm -hmm. Because I know how this, what kind of subjects that you have for this. Yeah. And I'm going to uh, just start by mentioning uh, when I was, I think I must have been like 11 or 12 or something like that. So long time. I started to think about uh, what is the meaning of life. And mm. after a few days of thinking, mm. I concluded very sternly that the meaning of life is to find the meaning of life. Mm. So basically, yeah. it yeah. can be a different thing for everybody, but the search itself for the meaning is the true meaning. Mm. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. That makes so uh, we can probably come back to that later but i just wanted to shoot it in now so yeah so the plant things seed, that we yeah yeah, yeah. plant the seed and when we'll mm. get back to it yeah it's good good thing um so yeah anyways i uh, uh the um, the universal basic income thing is something that i've, I've been following for years and i've uh can I've you, also been. Can you explain what that is for those who haven't heard about the term? Uh, basically, the concept is that uh, everybody has a right to uh, get their necessities uh, covered by the state uh, with a small sum of money. Uh, like in the states, they're talking about a uh, thousand US a month. In Norway, we've been talking about. Uh, maybe 10,000 kroners. Uh, it might be a little bit more or a little bit less. They've tried it out in Finland. They've tried it out in Switzerland, I think. Um, Canada has, has tried it out. And it's uh, uh, 
Uh, well, the philosophy for it is that it's it's going to be a bit different than um, than the social welfare programs like unemployment, where you have to to get the other benefits you have to kind of prove that you are there's something wrong with you mm. but for um for the basic income you just basically get a certain amount every month and that secures that you can uh you can uh, live first of all but also for me the most interesting part about it is that you can can uh, try to uh, to use that time to do something that benefits society mm. so for instance if you want to start a yoga school or if you want to do uh, do filmmaking or make a channel like you guys are doing or um, it doesn't matter if you want to play in a rock band. Uh, you you have this safety net that makes you able to to do all these creative things, and you, you can also not only creative things but entrepreneurial things like uh, if you're an inventor or whatever. You you can use this time to develop apps or uh, I don't know build cars. It, it really doesn't matter. It's up to you. There are no like real strings attached to this. So it's not like you have to apply for a grant and then the grant says that you're given this amount to make this film or do this or do that. They just give you money and say, do whatever you want. And then people have that safety net. So yeah, it's, uh, I think it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I like it too. Very interesting. I mean, the interesting part is also how it raises the question, uh, because we it, it's so easy to be kind of attached to the system as it is, uh, not because it's good, because it, but because it's how what we're used to, and yep. and the whole thing about uh, welfare money on on all these things is kind of like you said, it is based on that there's something wrong with you, so you start on the wrong foot. It's yep. like so there is no hope for you unless you do all this. Uh, all these uh, steps that kind of takes you away from developing something new. Uh, like a lot of the criteria to get those kind of welfare money today, at least in Norway, is that you have to apply to all these things that you have to show up on different uh, uh, job application courses and you have to send all these applications for things you don't like. But it's yeah. kind of a way to exchange money for uh, your effort of getting to somewhere you don't want to be. Uh, yes. and, and it's the whole system is based on some infunctional values that doesn't serve us anymore. So, but I think it's the, the shift to go into the thing you're talking about is to me, it just seems so much more natural in the way that things flow. Like, because we are creating a system that supports growth instead of creating a system that try to hold it into a box. But I think for people, yeah, like, when you're used, really used to thinking in the box system, it's natural to try to defend the box even more by justifying why, yeah, yeah but how can there be enough money to do this kind of thing? Or 
because we are just thinking about the calculation of the money, not actually the value transaction that it is. Absolutely. Mm. Um, uh, another important thing to mention, since we're talking about this, is that uh, one of the reasons why so many like strong thinkers in the world consider this like one of the major steps to to uh, forward society is that so many jobs right now uh, are being taken over by robots or computers. Mm. Like there are no tra tra travel agencies left. There are fewer and fewer people sitting in cash registers. Like uh, the uh, semi-trucks uh, shipping goods all over the country, they're all going to be run by uh, uh, automatic uh, automatic driving in the future. It's uh, mm. probably not the right word, but uh, self-driving uh, yeah. self-driving trucks is going to take away a lot of jobs. So this is also uh, something that we have to to think about, and that's that's mm. why we need a, a bigger security net. And I mm. think this is. This can be a relatively cheap way to secure um, enough income for people to survive um, and make them able to to be still a part of the society and still mm -hmm. they can try to to um, function as well. Yeah. Like for instance, with people like us who are freelancers, who who don't have jobs all the time, but when we do, we're doing a good job. I think, well, what I really like about this idea is it sort of creates a society where as to people are free to pursue um, what, what feels important to them without them being bound to this, well, I need to do that in order to, well, as you said, survive. So it sort of takes takes some of these uh, concepts which we are sort of accustomed to, like, well, I have to go to this job, which I hate, to get the money to do the things that I love doing. So I love, like, say I love drawing. I, yeah. I just want to draw. I feel yeah. like drawing, but I have to go to this mundane job instead. Now with universal basic income, all of a sudden I can draw. And I can be really good at it and I can sell my drawings and I can, well, like if you just speak about it, like very like clinically, economically, it seems like it's just a matter of trusting the fact that people want to create, like, because the way our system is built now is that people need to be forced to create something. If not, they're just going to sit on their asses. Mm. Yeah. And that's also where you get all this kind of uh, guilt um, yes. playing a part in this like there is this idea that you have to serve the system even though it's not serving the, the whole uh, so the system is kind of uh, working for a different goal than humanity is but we still kind of hold on to it as a good idea because we haven't realized it's outdated uh, altogether and that's so when we are not able to serve the system then we are kind of shamed or in, in this kind of it's to the extreme that it, it is it is it's about shame and guilt that you're not serving not doing your 
part of the society and all this all these different emotions that people are need to go through to uh to to uh take that step and and also i think that the question that it raises is this this idea that we have this strict idea about what money is that makes us it's so easy to believe that there is no way there could be enough money f- to have a system like that that pays people for not doing shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of th- the belief that that is out there and that that is so easy to get sucked into this. Um, but I, it to me it doesn't make sense. Even, I can I cannot I'm not uh, intellectual enough and I'm not understanding money intellectually enough to explain why it is this or that. But in my just gut feeling it makes so much more sense because the the whole idea that money is something there's too much of or too little of it just that's just weird in my world because everything is here anyway what's the problem yeah yeah i mean we made a lot of rules that we can play with each other but what's the problem everything is here yeah yeah um at some I point, we're going to grow tired of playing Monopoly, and I, we want to and play I think we still have to have some like incentive to make mm. money, to make, yeah, so that... Because uh, there's yeah. always going to be jobs that nobody want to do, but mm. if you do them, um, at least you should earn a, earn a lot of money. Yeah, I think there's that kind uh, of... But, but you said no. something that, that one me to bring up an idea that I had uh, a while ago and, and it's serving society or s- something like that uh, and uh, this is an old idea of mine that I'm, I've never been able to properly communicate it anywhere so it's going to kind of de- debut on this show Perfect. Nice. Uh, basically um, in Norway just to explain this uh, in Norway uh, we used to have mandatory military service. It was uh, one year military service, but if you were like a pacifist or if you had a good reason to skip uh, military service, you could do something called civil service. Mm. And uh, I was going to be a, a fighter pilot, a jet pilot. Mm. I was going to fly F-16. <laughs> that was my that was my plan. Mm. But I cool. kind of understood at one point that mm, I I don't really have what it, what it takes. Uh, so I started looking into other options, and I found out that if you if you become a pacifist and take civil service, you can actually work for um, at like arts and um, culturally. Mm. Uh, beneficial organizations so i basically said that i don't want to touch guns i don't want to kill anybody can i please do civil service and i ended up in a a film company working there so that was my kind of launching point into Mm. into the film world Uh, but what happened was at some point they just cut this out the uh, uh, mandatory civil service is kind of gone and um, I think it's kind of sad especially today with today's youth they they don't have as many um, 
youth jobs as we had, so we could get like early, um, an Life early entrance, yeah. like paper yeah. route yeah. and uh, all these different kind, mm. kinds of jobs. So anyways, so here's my idea. If we kind of bring back the civil service thing, but we use it for more um, beneficial, well, not only the civil service, but more like the military itself. Um, it's like we, we got to look into what kind of people do we need in the future. And of course, health personnel is like super, a super obvious one. Mm. Um, people dealing with uh, the environment is obvious. Uh, there are a, a lot of like functions uh, that we in society need to have covered, and I think a good thing to uh, to do would be to have something like the civil service, but but to. Um, yeah, let let people have this opportunity, and of course we can can always have something like if you're starting, uh, if you're studying something and you you don't want to do it, you can get out of it. But if not, you're kind of forced to getting your like super basic, uh, super basic uh, uh, health degree, or I don't even know what to call it. But but if you if you do, um, if we had a population where like half the population knew how to do like uh, basic healthcare, we would be much stronger. And I think uh, it would also be like a, for a lot of people, it could be a, a starting point in their career. Instead of going into straight into education, they could mm -hmm. start going straight into work and then figure out. Okay, is this something that I want to continue with, or um, yeah, uh, I don't know if I explained that idea uh, in the yeah. best way possible, but I think you get kind of that. that yeah, idea. That's, I get the gist of it, and I guess in these times where um, there is this uh, this virus going about, and uh, and uh, we actually need people to take care of each other, we would be better off if everyone was basically sort of trained into being more empathic and helpful towards each other so if everyone spent a year or two of their life actually um well just in the service of others that would greatly benefit everyone and and also what i really like about like the whole the whole concept of just sort of leaving this system behind which we are in now mm -hmm. uh, because what's really cool about this this particular time we're in right now is that we're at the sort of I, I, we're at the sort of breaking point, and the, the coronavirus is is making it possible for us to actually take a proper break from all the insane things we were doing, and we can sort of look at our society, we can look at how we've set things up, and we can actually reshuffle the deck and 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 set it up quite differently. We've been playing solitaire now for two thousand years. Maybe it's time we played what's the one well, spider? Uh, spider oh, song. Yeah, maybe we're ready for something different. But like at the core of it all, you know, at least in my mind, it's like, oh, like listen to like universal basic income. It's like 
we're all part of this. Mm. We're, we're, yeah. all, we're in this boat together. Like, if you, I've, I've uh, uh, saw this documentary about this guy and two other dudes, they went on a trip to the moon. And when they saw Earth from the moon, actually just two of them got to go to the moon. The third one had to stay behind. Sad story. But I'm uh, going off subject. But point being, when he looked down, well, the first guy that went on, both of them looked at the moon. Obviously, the guy in the... Sorry. Um, looked at the planet. It's just like a ball. It's like a basketball. It's like... And all they had ever known and experienced were on that freaking ball. We're on that ball. All of us. And I think yeah. what's important to remember is that, like, we're in this together. And... Obviously, it would be more beneficial for everyone on the entire planet if we just let go of this idea that you need to deserve something. Because what we know for a fact is that everyone comes from very different social backgrounds, families, and they have very different opportunities for what their lives can be. And, and like you said, when you were 11 years old, you figured out the meaning of life. And why would we as a society want to stop you from pursuing that yeah. quest? There is this idea that, that if, if, uh, if you're going to spend your time on that, we are, we are one soldier short to, to make this big, uh, important system work. Oh, yes. Uh, like, like I said, that doesn't actually serve humanity. It just serves something that we have forgotten what was the point with. What's and the name? What's the name of that guy who needs to push the, the stone up the hill and then when he comes to the top, it rolls down again? Mm. Is Sisyphus? Yeah, probably. But, I, but Put that yeah. into the system, right? Yeah, like, yeah. The entire humanity is like, if we just cooperate now on pushing the mm. ball upwards, we're going to do amazing things. And then it rolls back down and goes, okay, we'll start over. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, no, it's fine. But it's, it's like, <laughs> that, that's probably some, something so beautiful about this time that we get to ask this question, like, okay, what if we just uh, wipe the whole plates and start all over again? What's, what's actually important now? Like, what's our core values of humanity? Do we, know, do we need to continue thinking that we need to have a system that you need to deserve to be a part of or to, that you deserve that if you have spent X amount of hours, you can have this big cake. Is that, is that what you're going to do or, or do, are we going to find a new kind of uh, a grounding that said that we realize, okay, if, if you are in this together, it means that if this guy spends two years uh, doing research that may can be anything like you can be smoking weed for 24 hours uh sounds intense man. yeah but but it's like if maybe for what we know there is going to come something good out of that a new idea a new insight that's going to bring something new into the totality of humanity like oh we can do it this way um like even toilet paper that the whole concept of toilet paper someone invented it did you see that movie the man, where they use like Shells instead. That's sort of interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. Yeah. That, like, we have all this thing that we take for granted, but also we don't realize that some of them are not serving us, or maybe we start realizing now that they are not long, no longer service serving us. It might be a 
be time to ask if we can let them go and, and create something new. And I think the big shift that we are invited to see is to create something new, whatever it is, that doesn't uh, keep like value on people. In like you have served, you have not served, or you have done enough, you are not done enough. Uh, you are uh, healthy, you are unhealthy, you, you can work, you cannot work. Like All these kind of labels, if we remove them, you give people space to actually start being creative and start contributing and start uh, working together. Stopping the blame game, which is yeah. what yeah, and also the, you know? This is a year yeah, for the blame game. Sorry. They don't have to... Uh, do criminal things or mm. destructive things. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a fact that when people have economical hardship uh, and they're out of a job, and mm. it's very likely that they're going to start using drugs and somehow doing something illegal. We've been, mm. we've been kind of preventing that pretty well in Norway, but... Yeah. I guess it could be even better, but uh, hmm. Eric, but the question. thing. Uh, yeah, so, sorry, go ahead. Okay, no, I just yeah, saying that okay. when we what what is about to happen if we take the step as humanity is that we go from survival to actually building something, like not just because that's that's a problem that yeah. those people that get into like be, becoming a criminal or. Uh, drug head or whatever it's like they are being pushed into somewhere that they're not actually getting what they need so and that it, it's not that they're not doing it right it's just that they, it is impossible to uh to to serve a function that isn't even meant for them and at the same time deal with whatever they haven't given space to deal with Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think it's also important to remember that building things used to be something really important. You, you just put it in there in a sentence somewhere, and I kind of just grabbed it and held on to it. <laughs> but right, right now, we've built too much. Mm. I mean, there are so many houses on this earth. Uh, I'm not going to say that we have... Uh, a room for every everybody, but I think we have. Mm -hmm. There are so many people who have three or four houses, and uh, uh, and if we start talking about things, it would be even worse. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I'm a bit of a hypocrite because right right here I have a couple of bikes, <laughs> and uh, mm. I do collect a little bit of stuff myself, but I think it's important that we start a shift where we, where we try to go towards uh, buying, um, buying favors instead of buying garbage, because mm. that's basically what we're doing right now. It's so cheap and so easy to buy garbage from Chinese factories who are basically... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, making the country so polluted that uh, have you heard of this? The fact that uh, the coronavirus might actually save more people in China than it's killing. Mm. By the sure fact that they're not working and not polluting as much. Yeah, because well, so sense. many people are saved by 
not having to breathe the polluted air. It, it saves people. Anyways, it's kind of beside the point. People are buying too much stuff. That's what I'm saying. And they should they should buy favors instead. I mean... Uh, but don't you think... Now, if you imagine for a second that if 11-year-old KP were allowed to just um, uninterrupted pursue his mission of figuring out the meaning of life uh, without having financial or society saying, well, you need to, to do this and that in order to function in the society. You, you could actually just be KP doing what you came here to do. And, um, and well, that's actually what you're doing right now. Uh, but you're doing it within a system that is what if maybe feels a bit like it's working against you. But then I yes. sort of also say that what I find, like the, the gift of perspective, I like to call it, because, you know, the coronavirus, you can look at it as a plague that's going to uh, destroy mankind, or you can look at it as the gift that's going to save us all. And both yes. holds true. It's just a matter of which you want to sort of like, which, which, which do you want to pursue? Like, I hope so. I hope so. Yes. Uh, I'm, I think a lot of people consider me a negative guy because I notice a lot of negative things going on. But I think I'm actually a really positive guy. It's just that sometimes it's hard. Uh, it's it's hard for people to have a different viewpoint. And I, I very much agree with you that this might be a good test for us as humankind, how we deal with this. And uh, if we can't deal with this properly, how are we going to deal with something that is far worse? Because it's probably going to happen. Well, from what I, I can tell... I it seems like the universe tends to give you sort of a, 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 a um, inform you about, about something. And if you're ignoring it, it's just going to become a bit louder. And, and like the coronavirus, I feel is like a beautiful example of sort of like the universe gently telling us that maybe we should just sort of stop what we're doing, uh, think a little, meditate on this, and actually creates a better world. And we can do this without like a horrible war or, or a plague killing everyone. So it's, it's, it's I mean, could, I couldn't have asked for a better um, um, way to start a shift in humanity. It's not, it's not another world war, for instance. And uh, yeah. even though maybe at the time it felt like we sort of turned turned a new page in uh, in the late forties, I wasn't around in this incarnation then. But but uh, we still sort of feel like the vibe of like we we figured things out, and now we're sort of looking down the barrel of the consequences of those actions that's been going on since that turn, huh? and 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 it's still not sustainable. We're still learning and we're still growing and. And it looks to me like we're currently like just on the verge of actually taking our first steps as human beings, as we've been sort of um, uh, going around blindfolded uh, on our knees, uh, fighting to survive in a, in a world where actually everything is 
for us, not against that. But it involves this leap of, I call it faith, um, where you actually have to trust that the coronavirus, for instance, is, is an aid. Not a, not, it's not the thing that's going to destroy us. It's the thing that's going to elevate us. Yeah. Um, I think we're, uh, we're entering the point of the, the no discussion where it gets a little bit deeper and a little yes. bit more crazy and a little bit more yes. abstract. Yes. So I'm going to have to ask you, have you discussed the theory that everything is a simulation? We've done simulation theory, of course. Yes. We've done everything. Yeah. Several so, times. Uh, what about, what about simulation theory? Everything is a computer game. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Because I think the coronavirus is is definitely oh. like a, a solid indicator that we have leveled up. <laughs> we have next level. Good points. Things are going to get a little bit harder, but we have also like gathered the knowledge to to reach that step mm, and uh, yeah it's uh, it's a very exciting uh, it's an exciting time to be in yeah. uh, do you remember when we played like uh, what's the the game sim city back in like the early 90s or something yeah. where you could turn off disasters like because the, there was like an algorithm uh, yeah. where there would be yeah. natural disasters or Godzilla or something would sort of come into your city and destroy everything, but you could turn off disasters. The thing with turning off disasters was that the problem with the game, if you turned off the disaster, was that it, it became boring. Yeah, of course. Because to evolve, we need these gentle nudges and... Yeah. Uh, uh, um, but yeah, I, I, so where are you on the simulation train, KP? How simulated is this reality? Uh, it's it's kind of hard to say. Uh, our brain is hardwired to see patterns everywhere. So it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really easy if you, if you want to start looking for signs that this is a simulation it becomes really obvious that this is simulation very, very quickly. And there's also some smart uh, people who have discussed this and, and, uh, and discussed that at some point or another, we are going to be a simulation. And if we're going to be a simulation, there's a chance that we already are in a simulation and uh, that's... Hmm. And then there's going to be a lot of different simulations. So, but there's only one like not simulation. So that's kind of the argument for us already being in a simulation. But I don't know. I think it's uh, it's interesting to talk about, but I, mm. I don't think we're going to get anywhere no. real quick on that one. But I think we're it's not going to solve this today. What is interesting is I I. I've asked different people that are into computers, and I'm, I also used to be really into computers. I'm not that much anymore. But it's, it's like if you, if you run a, a virtual computer on a computer, there is no exact way to actually figure out that you are virtual in, if you are in the virtual computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's the interesting part with this uh, simulation as well. There is no exact way to know. 
uh, because it's simulated, so it's not supposed to. Uh, yeah, but it's like, uh, is there really a difference? I, I, I don't know. It's like, uh, if we consider it like this, this hand mm. consists of uh, lots of molecules that consist of uh, atoms, and the atoms consist of uh, electrons and neutrons and um, but in between all of it, yeah. it's mostly space. It's mostly yeah. empty space. Yeah, it's, a lot it's, of it's empty space. space. That's just to say. And uh, since it's it's since it's so much bandwidth. space, it just might, save bandwidth. might as well. It, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, to save bandwidth. <laughs> so it's in a way, I think it, it doesn't really matter. Mm. It's. Uh, 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 I have a theory about it that makes sense to me. Uh, to take it all out, like even further out. Yeah, let's go. Uh, and that's just like, okay, that's the thing. Like, we have a way of understanding it like that in our intellectual computer-based minds. Um, but to me, it makes sense if that's the truth, that this is kind of a simulate. This is kind of a training ground uh, because we are, we are actually gods in the making. So we are here to, to realize we are gods and here to develop ourselves so that we can later on go somewhere where it actually has a consequence what you create. Here is just a, a game, so it doesn't matter. So no matter what you do here, it, no matter how wrong it goes, there is not the problem because it's the real stuff doesn't get affected only inside a simulation. It seems like it gets affected. We made a word for this. Unfuckupable. Yeah. Because mm. that's that's what it turns out about this simulation is it's, it's yeah. unfuckable. Um, now, what what I obviously love about this simulation theory is that it when people talk about it, they always talk about it like we're involuntarily being put into a simulation. Mm. Why on earth is that like our, the most logical conclusion? It's quite obvious that we are in our own simulation, which we made with intention yeah. to experience this. That's like, come on, man. That's, but I think that's the difference. Like, oh, no, that someone else created the simulation and then they <laughs> tricked me into it. I think that's the difference between, like, I think a lot of people, and including myself on my journey, is only during the last few years that it has started to shift. Is like this that the whole existence of life kind of feels like. Uh, like a victim thing, like how did they even end up here in this weird place? You know, if you if you actually go a little deeper into your psyche and to to recognize why are you here, that's kind of the subconscious feeling that a lot of people have that this is a terrible place. I don't know why I came here or why I even exist in this bubble. Um, there must be something wrong, and then then it's really appealing to go into those kind of ideas that that's kind of. Uh, loads more into the victim mentality and but on that journey what i realized that the more i work on myself and the more i get conscious of who i am then the more it kind of shifts into oh this is my life i've created this <laughs> i want this I actually shows this and then it starts yeah. then you start taking responsibility for your own life uh, and it becomes fun because you realize that you are actually, even though things happen that you have no control over, you still realize that this is your experience and this is your your thing, whatever you want to call it. 
Yeah. Uh, have you guys heard of a word called uh, pronoid? Pro Pro I don't know how to pronounce it. It's basically the opposite of paranoid. Mm. Oh. And, uh, uh, I'm not going to say I've suffered from this, but I, I, I definitely have this condition at times. Uh, basically, what happens is that, for instance, if I go into like a deep thinking state and I realize that, well, this is a computer game, mm. and instead of becoming paranoid that uh, who's controlling the computer game and everybody is doing surveillance on me and there's cameras everywhere and stuff like that. Yeah. I go into the state of mind where I'm like, somebody made this awesome computer game for me mm -hmm. to play. Right, that's the one. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Look at this technology that I put into it. It's mm. like, oh, they've done so much work just to make the computer game fun mm. for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, nice. it's uh, it's an interesting concept. Uh, yeah, I love it. And you get to choose your perspective, and it's, yeah, and you can see completely different things. Yeah, I believe there's a um, word for that experience, and the word is grace. What you experience is grace. That's the I can't believe they made this for me. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then you're just being, like, wow, wow. Mm. Rude lady on the bus stop. Wow, that's insanely <laughs> cool. Like, yeah. and, uh, uh, um, mm. and I don't know. I'm you know. I'm, I'm uh, I've landed very securely in this. Uh, uh, I always wanted to be here. This is what I always wanted. Ever since before the beginning of time, I wanted to do this, and we're doing it right now, and it's fucking incredible, and I love it. And and uh, uh, and like, look at. We're, 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 we're sort of elevating the whole thing right now where we're actually daring to talk about looking at life in a different way and actually seeing how can we make life better for everyone, not just for myself, but for mm. the self, for everyone. And, and that's very powerful stuff because um, we're, putting, we're putting words into, into, uh, into motion and, and well, it's, uh, that's... That's powerful stuff. Yes. Are, are we gonna Are we gonna go on? Do we do like an hour, or are we gonna go uh, for like right. however long it takes? Around an hour is best for me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, or you can continue without me. I, I would be uh, perfectly happy to come back later <laughs> if uh, there's ever room again. But Always room. It's been so always much room. fun. Always mm. room. So, um, but because uh, yeah. I've got some, I got some stuff. Do we? Okay. Um, like first of all, uh, in a true wake up show tradition, I've actually managed this time around because I forgot the last episode with you because that was really spontaneous. Spontaneous um, to find a quote that I find is very appropriate mm. for this episode mm. in particular. Can we? First, uh, sum up the, yes, the, the episode. My God, you're a genius, mm. man. Let's sum up the episode. Yeah. Did you edit uh, together like a small No, no, yeah, no, best of uh, <laughs> this episode. No, I'm just saying, uh, like, to, to, to keep to the topic of, of the episode, like the universal income 
concept. How do we land on that? Like, it serves us and particularly like everyone in this uh, triple frame best to have universal uh, basic income because we're here to do greater things than just have some some Nimrod job. This mm. includes all of, of humanity. Mm. And and just by allowing us to actually making our YouTube videos and and actually like going into that stuff, so that KP over here can 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 make his fine arts, mm. uh, and mm. and we can continue waking everyone up. Um, well, that that would make a whole lot of sense. And like for instance, now we're talking about you know um, we need to bail out all the the, the businesses after this uh, Corona. Um, gift that we've all been so um, fortunate to, to come upon. But this is the perfect opportunity to, to just cut out the middleman and say, well, no, we're doing universal basic income. And, uh, uh, mm. and then everyone is actually free to pursue their life missions. And uh, me personally, I, nothing pleases me more than when KP and uh, continues trying to figure out the meaning of life because that's mm. that's that's what he's here to do and yeah. i don't want to ever um do anything other than help him uh, um, uh continue his mission mm. is that a, was that a sum up uh, or was it just a uh, yeah yeah i think that's like the thing interesting thing to see in the bigger picture in that is that <coughs> it is so easy to it is so easy for us to kind of judge the society looking from our angle. So like all of three of us right now has this, we are uh, freelancers, uh, creative people. Uh, uh, we are, are pursuing the kind of the big questions of life. So we have, we all have that perspective to come into the kind of soup of people. Uh, but everyone has their own perspective and it's easy to forget that, there are actually people who loves the jobs that we don't like just as much oh, yeah. as we love the jobs we love that other people mm -hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't touch. So like there is someone who loves cleaning toilets. True story. There is, they exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they respect yeah. that, like really respect that. Actually, some people are happy with that kind of job. I, I could not imagine doing that because that, but that's not, that's not truly because it's a, kind of bad is just because that's not why I'm here. I have other truths to my story. And some people love serving coffee on a, in a cafeteria. Some people hate it. Some people love to make music. Some people love numbers. Some people are accountants. Can you imagine? Like even Ulf loves accounting. I'd rather scrub toilets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so my point is that there is something for everyone. And, and if, I think one of the bigger uh, trust that we need to find in ourselves in order to, to trust that society is capable of working together is to realize that there is something for everyone because everyone has completely different journeys to take, uh, regardless of income, regardless of money, regardless of status and all those yeah. different things. Like, I, I believe that bringing into the picture uh, this kind of basic income would also remove a lot of the, this the status issues that still exists because people yeah, yeah, everyone is yeah i think it would be easier mm -hmm. it would it would be easier to do uh, jobs where you don't 
create anything. Uh, you mm. like uh, if you're a, a personal instructor or if mm. you're just uh, somebody that wants to hang out with old people who mm. maybe need some help to buy groceries. Yeah. Or um, if you want to do massages, or if you want to clean toilets, mm. or clean apartments, if if you want to help out and walk dogs, and yeah, and and, and many jobs that we can't do in Norway anymore because everybody mm. needs to earn like uh, mm. thirty dollars an hour. Mm. Yeah, um, so it's like people if, people would actually be able to be true to their calling instead of their income. Yeah, uh, so that that would make the whole system actually more organic and so there wouldn't be a resource problem anymore because people because it would even out in, in the natural resources instead of being valued as such or this and that would be a big win yeah it would be a complete game changer but i think it needs to come gradual even after this big shift that we're going through right now i think it's a i think it is a step-by-step -step integration of these new ways of thinking that that we have seen some traces of already in different countries yeah but like w one of the things that need to happen very very quickly is that freelancers need some kind of guarantee mm. the way it is right now it's so obvious that uh like all musicians everybody in the film and television industry mm. everybody who uh, are like affected of of uh being a freelancer yeah they need something mm. and that's that's something that we have to address before basic income yeah yeah basic income has got to come later but it has has got to come at some point because mm. basically the computers and yeah. robots are taking over yeah yeah i think it's just a question yeah. about time it, it's it's it, it you can't avoid it anymore it, it is it has yes. to shift yeah, yeah. guys mm. i just quickly need to go take a leak before okay. I do do the things, so you mm -hmm. just speak for a couple of minutes. I'm going to be real quick. No problem. We no um, love you guys. So see you in a mm -hmm. good luck. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what what do you think is like natural steps towards something like that in Norway for to make it, it concrete? Uh, I don't know. I I I. I don't have a TV anymore. I cut out like the the big Norwegian newspapers. I cut out TV. I I cut back on all that because I found that it was just giving me too much not anxiety, but but it was it was bringing me down more than it was bringing me up, and it wasn't mm -hmm. giving me the information that I wanted. But I heard that some big politician in Norway we're talking about uh, giving everybody something like 10,000 kroners mm. uh, uh, this being freelancers they they were not talking about this as basic income but it's basically the same concept but with a different name and I think that would be a good start yeah um, and uh, I don't know it's it's gonna be hard to say it's uh, this is not over, you know, it's, mm. uh, we're only in like the second or third week of yeah. real, real craziness. Mm. Uh, today, uh, today people were 
you gotta watch the video I made today. It's uh, it's really stupid. I watched it. I liked uh, it. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you saw basically what's happening right now. Yeah, the joggers. People can't stay inside. People have to go outside and start jogging. <laughs> That's kind of my stupid observation. But but uh, there were a lot of people out and. Um, mm. And it, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens if 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 this uh, ends up uh, if we need stricter if if there's another round of lots of uh, infection infected people and we have to become more strict it's gonna be really hard for a lot of people yeah uh, so that's gonna. That's going to be a real, real big test. Or as we wake upers like to say, that's going to be really good for them to actually have to sit with themselves for a couple of days and having to ask these uh, bigger questions in life <laughs> and, uh, and not escaping it through jogging or uh, binge watching uh, something on Netflix. I'm not sure. I'm not I, sure. I'm quite positive. I, I think... Um, it's just a friendly nudge, you know? I think... Well, I I understand what you're going at, but I'm I'm not sure it's true I in a way because because I th I think uh, I think the three of us we are deep thinkers, and I met like a really deep thinker in the Philippines. He was a guy that like uh, he he built a telescope with his. Uh, dad in the 60s he was born right after the second world war he walked three times around new zealand mm. twice with a horse uh he's just an all-around crazy guy and uh, he told me that uh you don't look like a guy with a high iq but inside there, there is high IQ. You're just like me, something like that. And that's the best compliment I ever had. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's it's cool and it's true, but I but it's definitely not true for everybody. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I, I don't think yeah. uh, being a deep thinker isn't isn't like a glorious thing. It it can also be like a uh, the root of depression and hard times and uh, a gift and a curse. It's a gift and a curse. To me, it makes sense that I, I truly believe that people are at completely different kind of parts of their journey, and um, to me, it also makes sense that we have kind of several lifetimes to try these things. I kind of, we have many Infinite ways. Lifetimes. We Infinite can try. We can try to play the game as much as we want to say it like that. And and living one life is or one incarnation is kind of one, uh, yeah, it's one life. And it is natural that everyone is at different places. Um, so yes, some people are not, do not have their it in their destiny or whatever you want to call it to ask all these big questions in this lifetime. It doesn't make sense to me. But a lot of people right now are really, really ready and hungry to ask these things if they just are actually put into that pressure cooker. Uh, friendly for, friendly yeah. push. Yeah, yeah. So, so everyone has their... Loving push. 
everyone has their own journey and are in completely different places without judgment that because it's natural it's a natural process for for every uh game player to say it like that yeah uh, i i just think that um people don't have to play the game the same way yeah, i remember exactly. speaking with a, a game developer who actually lived in drummen where oof mm. are you there as well no i'm in oslo I yeah, okay. convinced yeah. him yet to um, So uh, I spoke with this uh, game developer, developer in Drummond, and he had just gotten, I think it was uh, Grand Theft Auto 3, and he was playing that and uh, basically doing uh, what the game is trying to tell you to do, follow the story, and end up uh, shooting cops and killing hookers and all that. But his, his daughter also played it, and she didn't crash the car at all. She was just driving around, looking at stuff, and mm. obeying the law. And, um, and well, I don't know if Grand Theft Auto is the perfect example, because uh, Minecraft or uh, even more creative games let you play even mm. in a more open way yeah. Uh, yeah. and i i think for some people like the first deep thinkers it's like uh, figuring out the meaning of life and stuff like that but for others it might be just to be the person that can jump the farthest on skis or mm. uh or just be comfortable. Some people just want to be normal and mm. live a safe and happy life and watch their children grow. And I, I think we yeah. all have, I, I think have it's like, our own ways mm. of finding meaning, mm. but not everybody has to think about yeah. finding meaning. Some, I think it's true. some can just live. But I, yeah. I want to add to that, that the way I look at it is like, I think when you have played the game enough times, you have different kind of goals every for every life. But at a certain point, oh, yeah, yeah. At, a certain point, you start questioning what is this whole thing altogether. And that's kind of so to me, it makes sense that you had to play. You have played for a certain period of time in your own ways every time. And at some point, you you want to start asking the question: Why am I even playing this game at all? And that's when you start waking up from the game. But until that, you have, and there is so much value probably uh, to have all those experiences. I don't know. Uh, but I feel the one experience I'm going to right now is to just realize, oh, I'm playing a game uh, and asking questions around that. But then maybe 10 times, 10 lives ago, I was asking a different question, like, how could I, I don't know. How come milk is so expensive, you said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and all of that is perfect because we need all of it because that's the whole meaning of the organism. That's the yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm going to... I think I'm, I'm kind of going back towards just playing the game. Mm -hmm. It's... Uh, are you going to be the guy in the metric that's sort of like, no, I'm going to just go back into the metrics because uh, this is mm -hmm. too intense, man. This is this is the fun stuff. Don't 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 pay long. No, <laughs> no, I'm not going to be that guy. You're not, you're not that guy. But um, 
Okay. I don't know. I've yeah. prepared. I'm gonna have to think about that one. Yeah, you can until, next get, until next time. <laughs> until next time. I, okay. So as I said for half an hour ago, it seems mm -hmm. um, no. I prepare a quote that I think will fit this particular episode perfectly. Print it out on a piece of paper. Look at that. It's a piece of paper, and. Uh, um, I don't know, KP, maybe you want to read the quote because that's because if I hold it up like this, can you read it? <laughs> no? Absolutely not. Let's see if I can make it easier for you. There we go. Want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make the change. If you want to make the world a better place, as it turns out, you have to look at yourself and make the change. What now, about Corona? Uh, it's a Michael Jackson quote, right? I guess that applies to, to, mm. to... That's a Michael Jackson quote that I, he wrote it himself. And uh, uh, I've lately become uh, um, uh, uh, listening in on like uh, um, Arch Archangel Michael. And I do believe it seems to be like... Michael was channeling Michael at the time he wrote that song because it's freaking beautiful and so powerful and it's empowering to know that you are the creator of your experience but you actually have to to meet meet yourself and be present with yourself and then well then actually anything can happen and good things will happen for sure um once we stop blaming other people and and uh, and we just uh, enjoy this experience that we we wanted for for mm. as far as I can tell for, for or, millennia or stop blaming Corona. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that's and that too. Or start so, drinking Corona. Mm. Yeah, I bought two Coronas uh, today. Oh, they must be sold out of, uh, of uh, in all stores with Corona. <laughs> the joke is so bad. Everyone's <laughs> joking about the Corona. Yeah. So um, are we are we good? And I'm gonna end mm. this episode with a song. Mm. And this this is this is like brand new stuff. This is I've never done this before in my entire life. Done it in some mm. other lives and went well in some of them and horribly wrong in others. Um, because recently I've I've um, started playing on a guitar. I've never played a guitar in my life. Uh, I got a guitar when I was a kid. But I didn't want the guitar. I wanted the keyboard. Hated my parents for it. Um, uh, but this, I got this uh, like feeling that I wanted to learn how to play the guitar. So this seems like the perfect place to play the guitar. Even though I, I'm not like I'm. I would say I'm a. Um, well, we'll see. Can you sit further away so we can see the guitar as well? God damn it, you want to see the guitar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the guitar, not your face. It's like a porno <laughs> film. What shows the guitar, man? Okay, <laughs> relax, it's flaccid. Relax. Uh, I was, uh, but before I sing this song, I was, I was going to say it from the bottom of my heart, and I actually made a heart this Specifically for this occasion, this is a waffle heart because this is the wa International Waffle Day. Did you know this? And I want to say to you two guys, I love you guys from the bottom of my heart, which is bottomless.
Love you and, back. And to all our viewers and listeners, love you guys too. And and uh, take another little piece of my heart now, darling. That's not the song. It's like a fancy waffle, by the way. Well, me and my daughter, we made like waffles with coloring in it. So, so it became sort of a, a there's some blue in it. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was fun. We tried making letters. It was very difficult. Uh, but so, in sort of and. Now that I look at the lyrics of the song, because I don't know it by heart, and I'm going to struggle at times, and you're just going to have to bear with me, because this is like me hijacking the entire ending of the show. Um, this song is very appropriate to what we've been talking about this entire evening. Okay. So let, let me see how, how this goes. And, uh, and uh, yeah. Love you too, Sylvia. How... How sound? Does it sound like I'm playing guitar? You have to say yes sound, or no. Sound is good. We can hear you well. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yes. Okay, here we go. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. There's nothing you can do that can't be done. Nothing you can't sing that can't be sung. Nothing you can say, but you can learn how to play the game. It's easy. Nothing you can make that can be made. Nothing you can, no one you can say that can be saved. Nothing you can do, but you can learn how to, learn how to be you in time. It's easy. All you need is love. All you need is love. All you and oh, this is hard. E Sorry. All, all you need is love. Love. Love is all you need. Love. 
That's another verse and everything, but you sort of get the point. Play the game, be you, and there's nowhere you can be that isn't where you're meant to be, and you're meant to be right here. And yes. relax, you're loved, you're taken care of. And I was going to say, when you talked about this, all the emptiness that's between your uh, molecules and all that, all the empty space in the universe, I've checked this and I can verify it. It's love. So just relax. You're bathing. Oh you're my like, you're just, nice. Everything is love. All you need is love and it's all around. You're bathing it. So thank you, uh, KP, for, uh, for hanging out with us. Looking forward thank to you. next time. It was so much fun. And uh, yeah, let's... Um, um, thanks, you guys. Thank you. And, uh, support show, patreon.com slash the wake up show. Be a patreon. And to all our patrons, thank you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste. Oh, clever, clever. Very high tech there. Yeah. <laughs> See what you did there. Cool. <laughs>